Get your guy fantasy football podcast week seven NFL price in the house. We're, we're going two man. We're going with the two man weave here tonight. Everybody's out on uh, a vacation, sickness, uh, indoor work though. So, but P, you're relaxing. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. But we're still here, El Wapo. You know the skeleton crew. We've uh, we're gonna make it work. Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? We've uh, doing double time, but. Hey man, someone's got to stay and uh, and and run the ship. So we're we're making sure that we're going to make it through these uh, these murky waters. We got bye weeks, we got injuries. There's a lot of stuff going to, to talk about. So let's get in. Yeah. Oh wait, hold up. We do have a guest host uh, coming in. P. Uh, we we Uh-oh. had her, we had her on last year actually though too, and she was in one of our guillotine leagues. She left this year, but this is Treva. Treva, how are you doing this year? Hello, I'm doing great. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, it's been a while since we all had a chat. Yes, it's been a hot minute, man. And now all of a sudden, um, I think since I last talked to you guys, I moved from Austin to New York City. So now I'm like in the heart of New York Giants and Jets um, land. And let me tell you, I'm rocking my Cowboys gear every day. And these people could just deal with it. Do they point at you and call you asshole? (laughs) Who cares? I hope they I hope they do. Bring it. They will if you. They will if you go to a Giants game. If you wear that there, uh, yeah, I've seen it. (laughs) Yeah, bring it on. I'm ready. (laughs) Hell yeah. So where are you at in New York City? What part? Um, I'm in the Lower East Side um, in Manhattan. So kind of uh, right around like Chinatown a little bit. The the neighborhood's kind of is called Dime Square. I don't even know if you've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, Lower East Side of Manhattan. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's cool. I'm, I'm enjoying it. P, you know, Price and I were even talking about a trip to New York City maybe uh, later this year, though, or early next year, right, Price? So maybe we'll have to hit up Treva when we're there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I'm headed to uh, headed up to the northeast next week. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I'm moving. I'm going on Thursday. We're headed to flying into Boston, and then we're visiting our friend uh, Big Gabe out in Maine. So uh, I'll be up in those parts, not, not quite New York, but uh, I'll be feeling that weather. I can't wait. Yes. I mean, the weather's been fantastic. So yeah. And if you guys ever make it up here, absolutely hit me up. I I know, you know, handful of good places to eat and, um, you know, I've never met a, a bar I don't like. Yes. So indeed, whenever, indeed. whenever y'all come up, hit me up. Love it. Go. Love it. Definitely. We'll do. All right. Well, we're going to go over some games of the week. We'll do a little brief one more time, maybe a halftime hit and a voicemail price from, from an old friend. Uh, at halftime, and then in the second part, we'll go into some DFS, okay? Nice. All right, here we go. Games of the week. Hey, 60 minutes! Right up. 60 minutes! Right up. Offense for defense, defense for offense! Win this game for one another! We play every play like it's the most important play of the game! This is our house! Oh, house! 
All right, Price, we're on week seven. It's been a lot of carnage already with injuries uh, up to this point in the season. Uh, tell me, Treva, uh, have you suffered any uh, major injuries to your fantasy football teams this season? Um, nothing too, too crazy. I mean, Ooh. I did have, you know, Kyron Williams. I've got uh, Monty, David Montgomery. He's out right now. But, like, luckily, you know, my quarterbacks have mostly stayed intact. Um, I think I about shit my pants when Tyreek Hill went down for about five minutes last week. Oh, yeah. Because I've got him on both of my squads. So that was a mini heart attack. Oh, lucky um, girl. I feel like I've been somewhat lucky. Yeah, I mean, really – yeah, Kyron and David Montgomery, and then that's uh, that's the most of my damage. But I will say, like the bye weeks are um, are nailing me for sure. I mean, you know, it's bad when you're like excited to pop in, you know, um, waiver oh, wire. Did I pick up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, Latavius Murray. You know, I'm having Ew. to start that guy this week. <laughs> that's how bad it is, you know, with the buys and the injuries. So, um, but yeah, I think I feel like I've been somewhat lucky. What What about you guys? I've suffered the ringer. I can't go through it. Too many names to list. If they got injured, they were mine. But oh, me. <laughs> that's that how it is. Yeah, it's been tough for Big J. Oh, brother, that's yeah. No, I, I've I had the same duo on the same on the team as well. The Mon- Monty and Kyron. Uh, that one's tough. I'm actually uh, the same name. I was literally just got home a second ago and picked up Latavius Murray in that league. So I might be doing the same trick. I was able to get uh, I was able to get Mitchell off the waiver wire, San Fran, but it looks like Christian McCaffrey might go. So okay, yeah. so, okay, so that was uh, actually that was a question I wanted to ask you guys. So I picked mm-hmm. up Latavius Murray. Elijah Mitchell is out there, and so is AJ Dillon. You know, mm-hmm. going up against um, that wonderful defense that is Denver. Mm-hmm. I right now I was feeling Latavius Murray, but and if you're saying CMC is going to go, then maybe that. Um, you know, that cancels out the Elijah Mitchell pick, but would you guys yeah. go Dylan, AJ Dylan over Murray? Mm, I would probably go Murray over Dylan and then yeah, Mitchell. The Broncos? Yeah. yeah. Dylan Dylan's just yeah, when and I and I think Aaron Jones should be involved now that they're yes. past their bye. Yes. So that, that lowers Dylan's ceiling. He only really can score if he's the only guy, I feel like. Um <laughs> so yeah, I maybe it's a little biased because I just picked up Murray myself, a little wishful thinking, but um uh, Mitchell Mitchell definitely would be the play if if McCaffrey's out. Um I'm thinking about Mitchell either way because I I'm feeling they could uh lighten McCaffrey's load and they're yep, playing I think yep. Minnesota without Jefferson that game could have got out of hand so mm-hmm. that's a that's a that's a, it's a toss up. I've I've got the same two options Mitchell and Murray it's going to be uh wait and see how 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 things sound over the weekend. Yeah, CMC could be snap count right. So yeah, I mean you just just never know. Never know. It's, it just sucks coach. that they play Monday night, man. That's always the the worst luck is when you got to wait on a situation and you won't know at mm-hmm. noon on Sunday. You got to wait till Monday. Well, yeah. uh, we are hoping for no injuries this weekend, and if there's no injuries, then at least your boys can put up some points. So P, talk to us about your game of the week. Oh, man, we got a couple good ones this week. I like yours as well, but I think mine might be the game of the year so far. We got the Dolphins representing the AFC and the Eagles representing the NFC. This could be a Super Bowl preview. Mm-hmm. Both teams 5-1 and one and over under a 52. Nice and meaty Sunday night football. We got all the eyes are on this going to be on this nice big game. I'm just hoping it lives up to it. Uh Tua, the Dolphins offense, setting records, uh, unstoppable. Tyree Kill, Treva knows. It's just been amazing. I'm so I'm 
kicking myself for not getting him in any leagues. I, I saw this coming. I was a two a believer. And for some reason, the, the Waddle, I got Waddle in two leagues and it, it just hasn't been the same. So anyway, I traded for HN. I thought that would be the, the trick, but that, that was only a one week wonder. So anyway, we got the Eagles, a uh, big, big uh, fantasy output from, from that team as well. AJ Brown's been a, a step behind Tyreek as one of the top, top receivers in fantasy. Uh, big Gabe going up there, and uh, we're going to see him next week. I'm sure he's going to have his eyes on this game. The Dolphins, Angela's uh, family's big Dolphins fan, so we got some family and uh, friend ties headed to this game. So we're not headed, but involved in the game. So I'm, I'm excited, man. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, I've been uh, very surprised with how great Jalen Hurts has been in fantasy. I mean, I shouldn't have been surprised, but in that – uh, watching the games, you know, and even seeing the real passing stats, they don't ever really look stellar or pop off to you, you know, but he mm-hmm. always has those rushing touchdowns. And, you know, he's, geez, man, like he's averaging, I don't know, like 24, 25 points a game, you know I mean? So, yeah, Jalen Hurts is going to put up points. Uh, you, this is going to be, they're going to have to keep up with the Dolphins, you think, right? Or do you see it being close? I mean, I'm looking forward to it, no doubt. Yeah, no, I, I, I kind of like the uh, the Eagles in this game. You know, losing last week against the Jets, that's kind of how the NFL goes. Uh, I like them being at home against the Dolphins, and I think they might uh, make things one-dimensional if they can stop Mostert, or if they at least slow down that Miami run game. Now Tua has to pass the entire time. Definitely high scoring, but I, I kind of like the Eagles in this one. Treva, how you feel? Man, um, that's an interesting take for sure. I mean, obviously, uh, well, first of all, he, he technically kind of took mine. I was also going to say, um, I was definitely going to say, you know, the Dolphins at Eagles. But I mean, really, everybody knows that the game of the week is either the Falcons at the Bucks or the Commanders at the Giants. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, those, I think they had like the lowest Vegas points total. Yeah, I was, I was definitely pumped up to see um, the Dolphins at the Eagles, especially with Vegas having that over under at fifty two. And um, I guess, you know, I mean, I almost cannot even say this, but I like if it's not Dolphins at Eagles, it's it's maybe Chargers at Chiefs. Uh, but if I have to see Taylor Swift one more time, like I swear to God, it's just it's just driving me nuts. Like it's it's too much at this point. Um, so it's hard to watch the Chiefs. But at least, you know, it seems like they've got a high point total. Vegas has it, I think, at like 48, 49, something like that. And um, I've got, you know, just from a selfish perspective, I've got Herbert on both of my squads. One of them is a two quarterback league. Um, but then even in my one quarterback league, I've, I've got Herbert and he's been decent so far. So, you know, hoping to see if he, you know, how he does against the Chiefs defense. Um, so, yeah, I guess that would be like my second pick. But, yeah, I mean, P nailed it at, at, um, at the Dolphins and Eagles. That's going to be insane to watch. That's like must watch football right there. Yeah, no, I definitely like that Chargers Chiefs uh, for sure this week, uh, uh, really because Eckler's coming back. I mean, last week was his week back, but, you know, this is he's got a full week of practice again now after a game. Uh, I feel like they're pretty motivated after losing to Dallas uh, this past weekend. They still got ballers, Keenan Allen, uh, Herbert's the man, and, and the Chiefs are, are ready to represent in Kansas City. So, like, and this is a divisional game. I expect it to be uh, uh, a lot of points uh, kind of going back again, though. So, yeah, uh, put your guys in Chiefs and Chargers. Pete. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did I forget anybody in this game or any other uh, angles here for any, either of these two games? Um, nah, man. Yeah, I think we're looking good. Um 
Chiefs, it's a little bit different team this year. It's really kind of Pacheco-centered. He's been a very, very impressive. So still kind of staying away from all the receivers. Uh, you got your studs, uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. And then, uh, yeah, I think Pacheco's the only guy I'm, I'm looking at there. I might bring up a little uh, rookie receiver for the Chiefs later for, for our halftime segment if we can if we can fit him in. But, yeah, it's going to be a... Uh, it's going to be a fun one. The Chiefs usually struggle with the Chargers, if I'm not mistaken. I think the uh, the Chargers have gotten them a few times over the past few seasons. So uh, very excited to see what Keenan Herbert and uh, definitely Austin Eckler back in a hopefully full form now. He was a little looked like a little off his game last week. And so let's see if he can uh, maybe help pull the upset in Kansas City. Yeah, I feel like that Dallas defense was probably a little bit better than maybe this Chiefs defense that they're going to see this week. But it is an arrowhead. And Taylor Swift may or may not be there, and Treva may or may not see her and get pissed. But I mean, uh, listen, listen, she's I'm not let, let, don't get me wrong, she's nice to look at and everything, but it's it's just too much. Like we're getting beaten over the head, right? By this, <laughs> like I'm I'm already ready for them to stop dating. Well, I'm sure they are too. Uh, yeah, uh, and and but I wonder if the network gets hate mail from fans who are saying you better show her, although I'm mad, you know. But. You know, but I also like right. Didn't you see that all these like you know girls are watching football these days? I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean that's what I'm brothers, talking about. It's so those I've little girls. It my entire life, yeah, but like you know, even twenty somethings and thirty somethings are getting into football. I mean, that it's you know it's marketing genius by the NFL, and I I get all of that right. Like follow the money, but um, but I mean, it's, shoot, I tuned in last week and I was late to it because I was watching a, sh- a show with my wife, and then right when I, I mean, I'm, within five minutes they showed her three times. And I was like, oh, my God, Like this is out of control, you know? Yeah, Maybe she'll run the movie president. had just come out. It was a big deal. That's right. See? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's it, it's all interconnected. I'll agree with that. Is this yeah. a real movie or is this just like a video of a concert? Oh, it's all it's an entire concert. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my, like a, like a story my, my, my wife is uh, my wife is a big fan and we had to go see it on Friday. But uh, it was a <laughs> it was an extreme an extremely impressive uh, set. It's just, yeah, she's a, she's a huge fan. And she comes to all the Star Wars and Marvel movies, so I had to go to the Taylor Swift movie. Yeah, good for you, man. I feel like this that's definitely like one of those things, like when you lose a bet, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you got to go by your, you know, whoever loses their fantasy league has to go watch the Taylor Swift movie by themselves and sit on the front row. Like, uh, yeah, like, you know, we had one in a, in a league a couple of years ago and the loser had to go um, watch Magic Mike alone and eat like three hot dogs. <laughs> that's a good that's a good payoff right there. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to. All right, Treva, I got a few players here who may have been underperforming a little bit this year than what most people thought, uh, you know, mostly probably because of the offense. I've got two guys here from the same offense, so I'll just put them both out there for you. Tell me, uh, between Saquon Barkley and Darren Waller, who might you feel has a chance to actually bounce back and still have a great season the rest of the season? I would say Barkley for sure. Um, I, you know, he, he's a beast and the giants offensive line, like, isn't the best, obviously, you know, like Daniel Jones has been kind of getting killed, but, um, I mean, that, like that guy's so talented, right? Like, I just don't think that, um, I just don't think that 
like he can be stopped if everything is kind of clicking. So I would probably bet on him before Darren Waller. Uh, the other, I mean, Darren Waller seems to be a little bit of a safety blanket, you know, for for Daniel Jones. But I don't know. He's P. If you had both on your team and you needed to trade one of them away, which one are you trying to get rid of? Hmm. I feel like Barkley still has the name value, but I kind of agree with Treva that I would kind of stick with him. I think if he can just get involved in the receiving game, which I, I feel like he's been probably asked to stand and block, but he's been he, through the three games he's played, he's missed some time, but he's got 46 receiving yards through three games. You know, this is a guy who had over 700 yards receiving his rookie year. Usually in a healthy season is going to average between probably four and 500. And so it's very troubling to see him not getting that kind of work. Um, it's going to take a little bit of time coming off this high ankle, but I, I was kind of encouraged 93 yards on 24 carries his first game back again, a tough matchup against Buffalo Waller. It's going to be that mid range Waller kind of action. You know, it sucks that uh, I, I was really, really high on him, made him my GYT guy, but I just don't feel like he's going to get in the tight, get in the touchdown or get the uh, touchdowns, get in the end zone with Daniel Jones slash Taylor as his quarterback. It's a it's it's a, a yards and a catches game, and without the touchdowns, it's it's, it's tough to really kind of get the the ceiling that I was hoping for out of them. Well, I suppose I guess the the real question here is is do we believe in the Giants' offense even turning this around and becoming something where they're putting up maybe twenty one, twenty four yeah. points a game? It can only get better, but even when it gets better, it's going to be like you know bottom bottom tier still. You know what I'm saying? So it, it won't be the worst in the league like it has been, but it's it. I feel like it'll be a lot like it was last year if it does start going to where, you know, these are mid-tier options. Saquon is, if he gets the 20-plus carries and 5-plus receptions, he'll, he'll get that RB1 status, but in bad matchups, he's going to be tough. But it's it's a volume play, you know. He's lucky that he gets all the, all, all, the, uh, all the carries and catches at the running back spot because the offense is so bad, he needs it all to, to be fancy relevant. Exactly. I would, I would, I'd say he's easily probably still like a, a top 10 running back for the rest of season. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put him right around there. 10 to 12. Treva. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, let's talk Cowboys here. Oh I got God. a guy who uh, was kind of a value pick for a number of folks. They felt like he was being underdrafted uh, and that he would be able to put up solid, you know, wide receiver three, maybe even upside wide receiver two numbers. Uh, and that's Brandon Cooks. And while he did have the touchdown this past week, he hasn't really been so well. Uh, and maybe that's to do with the offense as a whole. But uh, do you see Brandon Cooks being what he's been all season? Or do you actually see a different Brandon Cooks coming where, you know, he's maybe getting a touchdown every other game or at least, you know, 70, 80 yards? Man, I was so excited about this signing because I feel like Brandon Cooks used to be legitimate fantasy, you know. Every team. Yeah. I know, exactly. Like, even though he was on the Texans who were terrible, um, he was always good. And so I thought I thought he was going to be great this year for the Cowboys. But, I mean, I think that Dak has a lot of mouths to feed. I think that, um, you know, Mike McCarthy as the play caller has been interesting so far without Kellen Moore. And – you know, when CeeDee Lamb comes out and says, like, I don't even know who we are as an offense, and then all of a sudden, you know, he, he gets – he's seven for seven, right? Like, like Dak hit him on every throw last week. Um, so he he knows he's got to keep CeeDee Lamb happy. You know, he's got Jake Ferguson as, like, a young tight end who seems to be kind of emerging and who I think is a little bit of, like, you know, a player that 
to, I mean, first of all, when it comes to tight end, like anybody with a pulse right now, but I think Jake Ferguson could, could end up being kind of decent the, the rest of the season. Oh yeah. Um, he got love last week here. For sure. Yeah. Oh, he did. Okay, great. And then, uh, and then yeah. like Michael Gallup, you know, he had like 10 targets or something like that, I think last week. So I don't know. I mean, I want, I want for cooks to be good, like so bad, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't, I, I don't even know if I'd put him in like a, like the top 50 for the rest of the year or something like that. I mean, okay. So I, I mean, definitely, I hope, I hope, but yeah. P it sounds like uh, where most people had him valued coming into the season was probably correct. And not that he was being underdrafted. How do you feel about him? Oh yeah. I was pretty low on him. I, uh, I felt like Gallup was uh, the number two in the offense until further notice uh, cooks would be that like kind of third guy, running fly routes up and down the sideline to kind of uh, open up the offense for the underneath stuff. Uh, he's on the field a decent amount and four around four or so targets, but he just hasn't been able to connect deep. And I think that's just what kind of happens. Uh, Father time's undefeated. We've got a 30 year old receiver here in his 10th season, uh, a guy who's 5'10", 180 pounds, who's always relied on his speed. Maybe it's not quite able to get past the, uh, the, the defense like he used to. Dak has also kind of struggled with the deep ball. Uh, it's been a, a, a little formula where it kind of just leads to maybe Brandon Cooks being set out to pasture. You know, some some guys eventually uh, fall out of fancy relevance, and this might be the year that Cooks, you know, I see last year he was wide receiver 49, playing 13 games. So he had a decent chunk of games and didn't really produce it with his finally with the Texans. Yeah, concerns at quarterback, but now he's on a much better team and he's still not performing, so... We shall see, but he's going to be off. Yeah, he'll, I would leave him on waivers, honestly, if I saw him. All right. That's it for one more time. Uh, most people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Let's do some halftime hits. You're not alive, boys, so you start kicking when the room is spinning and the words aren't sticking. And the radio's on a better runaway model With a face like sin and a hat like a James Joyce novel Saying sister, sister, how I missed you, miss right. you Let's go I got a voicemail here Let's do a voicemail here first, P It's been a while since we had one uh, This one is actually a scouting report Coming in On a a uh, new player that will be playing this weekend, so let me cue it up. Hey, what's up, fellas? This is Jared. I was um, – Michelle, by the way. Uh, just – I was asked by Jason to do a quick uh, scouting report on Ty- Tyson Bajan, uh quarterback for the Bears. Um, he is one of uh, – first of all, his background, uh, he's from a Division two school in uh, Shepherd. Um, has thrown the most touchdowns in NCAA history, even though it was Division Two. Still, it's a ton of touchdowns. Um, but uh, he looks very comfortable in the pocket, gets rid of the ball really quick. Um, seems like he's pretty good at reading defenses pre-snap and then just getting it out to where he knows where it goes. He's pretty accurate, especially short. And uh, in the flats, slants, stuff like that. Um, his main concern is his, um, is his arm strength, uh, especially in 
in Chicago. You could see it was real windy last week, and uh, even like his last interception was, uh, you know, it was all because of the wind. He, he he couldn't get it through the wind, and it just became a duck. But um, yeah, I mean, he he's a spot start in superflex leagues. Um, otherwise, I don't really see any reason you would need to pick him up. Um, honestly, uh, he was my fifth quarterback in Dynasty in our Superflex, and it just so happens three out of my five went down, went out this week or by next week, and now I need him. So I'm actually fucking starting him this week. Um, and uh, one more thing, Jason asked me uh, to ask a question, and my question, I guess, would be, um, is it better to be feared or loved? I told you. <laughs> First of all, I feel really bad for that guy for having to start that quarterback. Well, I may have to start him in a league also because of injuries here, Treva, and Oof. some bye weeks also. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought we were all picking up the Raiders' defense to go against that kid. Well, super, super flex, uh, sometimes you don't have a choice, especially if they can get you eight points because that's basically a flex position. And you're already, you may already be struggling if you've got injuries in bye weeks to even feel a normal flex spot, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Uh, who'd you guys say you're putting in Latavius Murray? Yeah, I mean, so that's what we're doing. Do we put Latavius Murray in or this uh, quarterback for the Bears, right? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Latavius Murray. <laughs> P, who would you do if you could Ooh, put him in? Yeah. I'd probably go with the quarterback, but no, it's tough, man. Especially now that he's bringing up the guy's got arm strength issues in Soldier Field. That's just, oh, hate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So be careful, but if you got to start him, at least take it for what it's worth. Uh, I guess we should uh, answer his last question, even though it wasn't what I had in mind. But uh, <laughs> I'll let I'll let Treva start, since I'm sure she's read some Machiavelli at some point. Oh my God, I'm such a lover. It's better to be loved every day of the every day of the year. That's that's a great feeling. Well, that's a good answer, Treva, and you're, and you know, he didn't actually specify. In what realm of the space of the planet, right, are, are you? would you rather be loved or feared, you know, because that's sort True. of speaking more about in sort of politics and governing and such, you know, but you're speaking more on just a daily level. Yes, better to be loved than feared at a daily level for sure. Yeah, like maybe at work you want to be, I mean, even at work, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm all about, it's probably my own like insecurities. I'd rather be loved anywhere, even if I'm governing, governing or whatever the hell. P? <laughs> oh, it's all love, man. It's all yeah. love. You don't you don't want to uh, invite conflict, and I feel like that's what fear does. Is fear is going to back someone into a corner, and now all of a sudden you're having to fight people. And uh, now, if you can if you can solve uh, solve problems with uh, you know conversations, much better than uh, than fists. So yes, let's all love over here. Well, he didn't answer. say he didn't say fight. He just said instill fear. Just make sure. Hey, that they're, they're you know, as, like Yoda said, fear leads to hatred. <laughs> hatred leads to suffering. You know, the whole the whole thing. So yes, well, fair, yes, 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 indeed. I'll go. I'll go with love. Also, all right. There you go, Jerry. Oh, we look missed, at us. We we missed the gut uh, for sure, and uh, we'll we'll try to get him back in again next time live, though. So, all right. 
about uh, a trade target? Let's do one trade target, P. You got a trade target for these folks to consider at home, possibly. It's midseason. People are struggling. Oh, yeah. I dropped a little uh, hint earlier. It's Rasheed Rice, that uh, Kansas City rookie receiver. They need someone to step up and uh, feel like he's the guy. It's uh, tough, man. I was trying to be a Sky Moore fan. No, that ain't working. I'm trying to be never a Tony fan, but... They just they, they, they didn't have anybody to, to start the year, and it's going to take these rookies a minute to come around. Uh, Rice with a season high in snaps and uh, yards last week and a good matchup. We just talked about it against the Chargers. So I feel like he could be a guy that you could uh, sneak off of someone's bench for a, a similar kind of wide receiver flex type option. Yeah, no, he's definitely coming on uh, lately, which, which is unusual, at least, uh, given that we've seen them draft rookie receivers almost every year. Right. And they're still getting younger ones to their trading for us. So uh, yeah, it was hard for us preseason. You remember to even determine who was going to come out and it looks like he may be the guy you're right. So he may be the guy that comes out of there. Treva, are you familiar with Mr. Rice? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I put in a little bid for him, uh, like I think two weeks ago and somebody outbid me. Um, so yeah, definitely. I, I think that that's, that's good. Did wait, didn't the chiefs pick up, didn't they trade for somebody? Didn't they get, did they get like Nicole, uh, yeah, they just got Nicole Hardman. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that to me muddies it a little bit, but, um, yeah. What's that about P what do you think that's about? I guess Kadarius Tony isn't cutting it with all their gadget plays. Yeah. I think they kind of play the same role. So, uh, yeah, Rasheed, 6'2", 200 pounds. He's a little bit more of the uh, the down-the-field threat. I'm hoping he's going to – like, I don't I don't want any kind of manufactured uh, Hardman-Tony role. It just – there's there's no consistency there. You know, I want a guy who's going to get down-the-field targets from Pat Mahomes, hoping that someone can finally fill the, the giant void that was left by Tyree Kill. You know, this is – we're hoping Rice is just a drop in the bucket of the void that needs to be filled. But, you know, you're playing with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, plenty of good matchups to come. you got Chargers in a couple weeks. We've got a great matchup against the Dolphins uh, a couple weeks after that against Philly. So, And then Buffalo later in the year. So there are going to be some shootouts. And uh, Patrick's going to throw it to somebody. We've all seen MBS. We know that he's not the answer. Kadarius Tony's just, uh, uh, you know, he's probably going to be on another team soon. I don't know. They, they brought Hardman back. I'm, I'm not – I'm. I know who Hardman is, so it's almost a process of elimination. You know what I'm saying? I, I like what I see. I don't. I don't really love these numbers, but but we're hoping that this rookie can finally offer a, a, a glimmer of hope in this Chiefs receiving room. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to package something to get him. You couldn't do a one for one unless you were totally giving up a stud. But why would you do that, right? You know, I feel like you'd have to package some fab or you know maybe another player to get him. Possibly, possibly, yeah. Maybe another one of the rookies, you know, if someone's a fan of uh, Tank Dell coming off the concussion or I'm not sure. There's uh, Addison, you know, the, the Vikings rookie or yeah, would Flowers. You, would you rather maybe, have, maybe swap that one? Would you rather have Rice rest of year over Addison? Ooh, that's a good question. With just, Jefferson just rest out, of year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with Jefferson out. Shit, I'd rather have Rice in four weeks when Jefferson's back. You know, that's that's my answer. Yeah, so short-term Addison, long-term Rice. All right, let's go ahead and get into our next segment here, P. He was once a thug from around the way. My life was never easy. easy. My life was never easy. easy. 
All right, Scribo. We got, he and I both have uh, a guy that we were kind of expecting some things from these guys. We were kind of drafting on where all of our teams, wherever we could get them, maybe good value. We expect them to, you know, outperform their draft capital. Uh, and thus far, they've been a bit disappointing. So... Uh, I'll have uh, P give his player, and uh, yeah, let us know if you've got some experience with these fellas here. P, who you got? Man, mine is uh, a little bit of this backfire. I, I went, I went super young this year, thinking you know these young guns are ready to break out. Uh, one guy I got in one league, and I traded for him in another. It's Devonta Smith, the uh, second or third year wide receiver for the Eagles. I'm really hoping for a good game this week against the Dolphins because so far it has been rough, man. Wide receiver 32 and a half point scoring. Uh, we've only got two touchdowns, none since week two. He's just kind of really fallen behind in this uh, in this passing uh, room with A.J. Brown just asserting himself over 125 yards for A.J. each of the past four weeks during that time. Devonta's got games of 28 yards and six yards, no touchdowns. It's It's been a real rough go. This last week was almost a bottoming out period. I thought it was bad. One for six against the Rams. Against the Jets, he's got 11 targets. All, man, it would have been great. Your team's losing. Has two huge drops, only finishes with five for 44, and is a big reason why the team lost. He took a lot of blame. I got to give him some credit. He said it's on him. He's got to catch the ball. The downside is, even if there could be more downside, I guess that you're just piling on the crap here, but it's a, it's a hamstring injury. Popped up in the middle of the week, hamstring limited on Wednesday and Thursday. It says he's going to play through it, but man, on top of everything, it's tough to uh, tough to see the, uh, the the bright side coming whenever now an injury is on top of all this, uh, all this negativity. Hurt struggling as a passer, only seven touchdowns to go with seven picks on the year. It's a lot of rushing that leads the, uh, the Eagles, so... I'm thinking it probably wasn't a good idea to target a wide receiver two on a run-heavy offense. Well, it was. It w- It could have gone either way, right? And it still can. Uh, I like Devonta Smith. I wanted to get him in some leagues. I just couldn't. I didn't get him. Uh, Treva, you got some Devonta Smith uh, stock? No, I didn't get him in either of mine. I I sure didn't. Well, lucky, you lucky. Got, you got the AJ Brown stock and the Eagles stock over there. I I do. I have. I've got. A, I've got a team with Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown. Cool. Um, First and place. actually, <laughs> that kind of like it's a good segue because when you talk about somebody that you drafted with high hopes for, um, mine was going to be Ramondre Stevenson, the running back. Yes. Oh yeah. And I've recently flipped him. So in the in the league, I've got Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown. We have to start three wide receivers, and I really just did not have anything after those guys. So I just flipped Ramondre for Chris Godwin, which I hope will will pan out. But um, but yeah, back I mean back to Ramondre. Like it's I, I re, like you know he he started out hot for two games, and then he went kind of cold. And then his last game, at least in my PPR league, he put up like eighteen points. I haven't. I had him in both leagues. I like I said. I traded him for Godwin in one, and then in the other, I offered. Um, I offered him up to somebody who shot me down, and then I, God, I can't even remember like who I tried to get. But that guy put up like six points last week, and Ramondre put up eighteen on my bench. So I'm hoping that that guy, like next time, will take any of my trade offers seriously because apparently he should have taken it. He lost last week, and I won. But anyway, um, Ramondre Stevenson is definitely a guy that I really hope will like 
you know, pick it up. I mean, he was supposed to be like what top yeah. 15, top 20 or something. No, he's he's perfect for this segment, right? P. I mean, he's one, oh, one yeah. of those guys. Yeah. But three of those games that he, you know, he played poorly in was, well, one was at Dallas. One was um, I think against new Orleans and they've got a pretty good, like, you know, rushing defense. And then, and then the other one was the jets and they've got a, a decent defense too. So he did good against Philly, Miami and Vegas. And now he's got Buffalo this week. So, um, I mean, as of right now, I've, I've got him in my flex spot. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Uh, I, I, I like uh, uh, Devonta Smith and Ramondre Stevenson. And, and now mine's going to be a little bit off the beaten path a bit because maybe there weren't many people a little bit higher on this guy. But I was a little bit higher. When I say higher, I mean, like, I saw him at least as a wide receiver three, upside wide receiver two some weeks. Uh, and that's uh, the hardest working man in the NFL, P. What if I told you a guy had been getting seven targets on average, seven targets every week, and still hadn't scored a touchdown? When you say, hey, that guy's got potential to actually put up some points here soon, right? Mm-hmm. But no, this is Mr. Elijah Moore. Who, oh. You know, he's just re- played 75% to 80% of all snaps last year on his team, led the team in snaps, out there running routes all day, getting targeted all day. And he's still only averaging what maybe four point eight points a game I've with got that many too. targets. You were hoping old massage parlor Deshaun Watson was going to come be like he was, like in the you know in the Texans days, but that obviously didn't happen. Now they've got PJ Walker out there. I am fully with you on this Elijah Moore thing. And every week I consider cutting him, but there's just really nobody else that I like. Right? Who, who are you going to pick up to replace exactly. him? Exactly. Right? Exactly. I mean, and if Amari Cooper goes out, I, maybe he has a chance. I don't know, Pete. If Amari goes out, does he have a chance, or you see DPJ coming in? Oh yeah, I think the uh, if Amari goes out, the entire passing game goes into the toilet. Goes out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't see anybody stepping up. Yeah, been very disappointing, especially for me, since he was one of my dynasty gems. I really liked a lot, and with the Jets, uh, had that first good year, first few games that he came out his rookie year, and uh, hadn't panned out since. So, Elijah Moore, I may have to cut him one day here soon. P, just watch. Hey, I, I'd wait to least until the end of the season. You know, try and give him a <laughs> give him a full season with old uh, old happy ending Watson, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's get to some DFS. Warning. Threat level Self-destruct sequence will initiate in 60 seconds. All personnel please exit immediately. All right, Treva, uh I feel like last time you were on, you said that you were kind of uh you dabbled a little in some DFS. Is that true? I do. Yeah, I dabble. I mean, you know, <laughs> nothing too crazy. I'm not winning enough to, uh, you know, to buy the apartment I'm renting in New York City. But but yeah, I like to play. Yes, yes. I remember. I mean, I'm time. a degenerate gambler. I like to I'll put money on anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, when's the next Vegas trip? Shit, I don't know, man. Let's go. Uh, I just want to go there just to sit in that war room and just place bets, you know, right there as we're in the war room with all the screens. Check out that crazy sphere thing. And I mean, yeah, dude, I I swear, like I've been to a couple bachelor parties out there and I I even had my own bachelor party out there and you could just sit in a sports book all day long, eat, you know, sip on some beers and, you know, with 20 something TV screens in front of you, like big ass TV screens in recliners. I mean, they really know what they're doing out there. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're getting all of our money, too, right there. So. I know, exactly. You're paying P, for it. DFS, <clears throat> uh, give me first 
Give me your top shelf just for this weekend. Top shelf. We're back to the top shelf guy. I want some nice aged, maybe barrel-aged whiskey, and it's going to be Kenneth Walker. Great matchup, home against Arizona. Walker's been a little bit of a surprise, man. He was drafted outside the top 10 of most drafts. Right now he's RB7 on the year in the half-point scoring. He's got a touchdown in four straight games, six touchdowns over his last four games, and playing a very beatable Arizona defense at home. Last week, me and Treva watched Kyron Williams run all over him for 160 yards. I'm expecting Kyron to hopefully get in the end zone once again and uh, maybe even reach that 100-yard mark. Hell yeah. No, Ken Walker is the man. He's he's so badass. They they can't even get Charbonnet on the field. That's how badass yeah, Ken Walker is. Yeah, he's he's making a statement, man. I was expecting a lot more Charbonnet. That's why he was outside my top ten. And uh no, he's making a statement this year. Big time. Uh do you concur, Treva? You like that matchup? Yes, I love that matchup. Yeah. One hundred percent. Well, I got and, uh, get- seven uh, grand just to just to get the price in there for the audience. Seven grand. So uh not even one of the most top shelf. It's still very affordable whiskey. P I'm gonna need a price check on my guy, but Treva, right. I'm going with DeAndre Swift versus the Dolphins in that potential Eagles Dolphins shootout. Uh, DeAndre Swift is averaging about fourteen points a game. This is half point PPR, by the way. So D DFS uh, we'll just get into full point PPR with his receptions. Uh, last three games, he's put up, you know, four. Uh, he's put up four catches, six catches, <clears throat> eight catches, right? So you're going to get the catches in this game playing against the Dolphins. Uh, I, I like him to put up w- well over 14 points, uh, probably in full point PPR, easily well over 18 points this week. And that's uh, that's six thousand three hundred, so still very mm. affordable. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, no, that's great buy right there. So all right. Uh, let's get to our uh, Treva. Then we also have a beer budget buy. Maybe somebody a little uh, cheap dart throw, so that way you yeah. can use that use those savings on your big money guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of cheap quarterbacks <laughs> and running backs that would allow you to play like a stud wide receiver, like um, like Cooper Cup or Stephon Diggs or even Keenan Allen. And one of those, I think, I last time I looked, I think he was at four thousand. But Zach Evans. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I that's think a that budget a buy. One. And this is a little bit random, but even like Geno Smith, maybe with one of his wideouts or two, like if you wanted to be sneaky and use like Jackson Smith for cheap money, um, I think that that could that could have some some good value. Um, but I would say I pinpointed Zach Evans first of all, and, and yeah, no, that's you know, a good one. I feel like there's just like a ton of cheap running backs and quarterbacks due to the buys and injuries that allow you to play some of those crazy ass, you know, expensive wide receivers that you know should likely put up like really solid points if you wanted to use one as a captain or something. But Treva, you've missed out uh, on the GYG even preseason when we touched on this guy, but you probably caught all the national. Uh, fever on this guy in the first few weeks of football, but have you uh, jumped onto the puka fever? You you enjoy a little puka oh, action? Okay, okay. So when this all when this shit all happened, man, I like people were putting. I swear to God, I think in my um, you know my league with a hundred dollar budget, somebody threw like fifty or sixty on that guy, and I was like, there's just no way. Cup's gonna come back. Like this is gonna be the stupidest play. And I was, I mean, I obviously was wrong. I mean, he kept performing. You know, the next five weeks, he's, he's been decent. I did not get any shares of him, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been seeing like you know some people talking about dropping Tutu Atwell, you know, because like it's, it's basically like the Cooper Cup and and Puka show. So 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I thought it was going to be one of those things where it was like a one-hit wonder type thing, and he was going to be all hot early. But it, he seems to have staying power. I mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't able to grab him, but for those who did, I'm sure they're pretty happy about it, and shows what I know. Well. As you say, they did pay a pretty penny. Uh, I was the dumb fuck who dropped them uh, just before the first game of the season and uh, on that Sunday morning. And uh, I only dropped them because I read the note that morning that said he was listed third on the depth chart. And I was like, what the fuck? Everything I've been reading says he's been balling in, in preseason training camp, everything. And so, you know, I was like, well, fuck. If he's going to be third on the depth chart. You know, it's going to be a few weeks before he comes back. I can pick him up next week or whatever, right? No, mm-hmm. did not get to pick him up next week. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I mean, he, he came out of nowhere. I mean, props to you for even noticing that he was lighting up, you know, training camp and preseason because I had, I, I swear I'd never even heard of the kid until like after week one. P, you know, tell, us your, out. tell us your budget buy over there for this week. <clears throat> budget buy this week. We're going back to uh, one of the games of the week. It's the... Kansas City and Chargers game. I'm going with the guy who's opposite Keenan Allen, only 4,800 for Josh Palmer. Yeah. Last week had a uh, decent game, which could have been a much bigger game. And oh, yeah. I just want to thank Brandon Staley for not teaching his guys to line up right or run the plays right because he ended with four for 60 on seven targets. Could have easily been like seven for 100 and a touchdown because he had multiple calls, uh, multiple catches called back due to. Uh, misalignment by the offensive line. There was like an illegal man downfield. There was just all kinds of uh, dumb, dumb penalties. I'm sure Treva was very thankful that Brandon Staley can't coach a, a clean game because uh, <laughs> definitely cost the Chargers and uh, Joshua Palmer quite a few stats. But I like him this week against KC, very affordable, and uh, probably in this PPR setup at least get four to five catches in your in your cheap slot. Yeah, you know I'm a fan of him. I, I mean, I'm not really a fan of him, but if we're talking fantasy football, good value, yes, I'm a fan of good value. Yeah, fan of situations, you know, that, that Chargers yeah. offense, now that Mike Williams out for the year, we've got a big opportunity for Palmer, and it looks like the rookie QJ is uh, not anywhere near ready, so it's going to be Palmer yeah. for the foreseeable future. Definitely, I think so. Uh, you concur, Treva? Yeah, no, 100%. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. Uh, before I throw mine out there, I was just curious. You happen to have, uh, since you had some of those top shelves, you got you a little budget buy in mind. Oh, you mentioned Zach, uh, Zach Evans, right? At least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mentioned Jack, Zach Evans and even Geno Smith, like and pairing him with Jackson Smith or something like that. Um, yeah, very affordable quarterback. I think he's only at six grand. So a good mm-hmm. matchup as well. I, I targeted Arizona. What's the latest on DK anyway? What you read anything today, P? If DK is healthy, I heard he's very angry, and he said he ain't gonna <laughs> change. No, he's got he's got his rib injuries. Let me uh, let me stall for just a sec. I, uh, I ribs heard. and hip still sidelined at practice. Ooh, this could be an issue. So, uh, I believe Treva mentioned uh, JSN. This could be his yeah. week if DK sits out. Yeah, 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 big time, big time. Okay, yeah, keep it, uh, keep watch on that some DK watch there. Uh, my budget by P. I'm gonna need a price check here on Mr. Jalen Warren for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they're coming off a bye week. Uh, they are playing the Rams. Uh, you know, sort of middle of the road matchup, but I just sort of feel like his numbers every week show great 
progress uh, compared to his counterpart, Najee Harris. And I've got to believe you've got to start unleashing him a bit more, right, Price? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's at five grand, uh, 200 less than Najee, who I believe we would all play Warren over Najee at this point, especially in this full PPR setup. PPR. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely against the Rams. You see uh, Stafford putting up some points and uh, maybe uh, Pickett and uh, the Steelers coming from behind with uh, Warren leading the way out of the backfield, hopefully. I mean, they always play well after a bye week, don't they, the Steelers, right? Tomlin I think so. I, I think Tomlin hopefully has broke his foot off in uh, Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator's ass, and told him, you know, put Warren out on the field a little bit more. Maybe they're – I think they're getting Deontay back, which would really help the yeah. passing game because after he went out, everything really stalled. Uh I'm just hoping I've, I've got Kenny Pickett in dynasty and it has been just worst case scenario. Like there was a bunch of hype in preseason and it has just been a giant shit sandwich so far. So I need something, Kenny, help me out. Yeah, shit no, sandwich. I, Great reference. I love yeah. that. All right. Uh, that's our, that's all we got for this week, guys Kenny, and girls. Uh, before we go, before yes, we tell go, us. Can, I have like, you know, two guys. I just wanted to throw, yes. throw out there. Two names. One is Ty J Spears. I don't okay. even know if I'm saying that. You know yeah. who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the, well, we know the Titans. Titans backup. Yeah. I feel like I thought, I swear, I thought this was going to be his breakout year. And now I just saw like there's some trade rumors about Derrick Henry. I saw that the Buccaneers are like, you know, since they have no running game and, um, you know, maybe they could like toss like a third rounder because Tennessee's, you know, in half rebuild mode anyway. Uh, I've got this guy, I've got that Ty J Spears in both of my leagues. One of them is not quite, you know, it's not dynasty. It's like, but it's a two keeper league. Um, and I, I want to know what you guys think about him. And then I also, you know, part two of this question is Kyler Murray. Uh, when we earlier, we were talking about like trade targets. I, I wondered what y'all thought about going after Marquise Brown, Hollywood, uh, with, with Kyler Murray, like, you know, start, they're saying he's going to practice as soon as Wednesday. Uh, okay, a couple of couple of different things in there, right? First, we'll start with the Titans. Uh, Ty J Spears there. Yeah, I mean, if if Henry gets traded, sure. Um, like, are you I, guys I stashing him? Am what's I that? Person, are you guys stashing him? Or am I the only person that just, like, thinks that this kid is electric? I mean, he had, like, a freaking 48-yard catch or something like that last week. I mean, he every game, he's always – even with Derrick Henry out there, every game he gets in, he has at least one explosive play. Well, he's not on the wire on any of my leagues. Uh, so, so people have him, and they're just waiting, wait, waiting, mm-hmm. you know, for him to take off at some point. Maybe if Derek gets hurt, uh, P. How, how do you feel about Ty J? Oh yeah, no, an awesome uh, a bench stash. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you need to, I guess he could be a a flex option. Uh, he's a decent amount of usage in the passing game and uh, big playability. Shit, and also, yeah, definitely upside if uh, if anything happens to Henry via trade or injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the uh, right now. It could be a time to buy. It's a bye week, and so you can always probably pick someone mm-hmm. off of someone's bench if they uh, if they're struggling with bye weeks and injuries. So very interesting. After a buy, a lot of times the rookies are more involved. So it's a uh, it's crazy, man. I was not as high on this guy coming in, and he has been very impressive, able to be you know. Uh, an even timeshare with Derrick Henry right off the bat to start his career. That is, that's some good stuff. I know. I think he's like the best bench stash. If you, you know, if you have room, but I don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, no, they, they like, could, they could look to go young at the end of the year. You know, if uh, right, Tannehill yeah. is, is, is set out to, 
to his way. And then you're, you're either got Willis or Levis and then uh, probably going to try and look to some of the, the younger guys, which means a lot more Spears. Mm, mm, mm. It's a damn shame. It's the end of the Tanny Hills right there. Tough, and, then, and then quickly, what are y'all's thoughts on Kyler Murray? Like, here's the oh, other yeah. thing in this in this one league, you know, they I mean, these poor guys, they had somebody, this is like some sort of you know keeper league that they've had for 15 years, and some guy just decided to drop out two days before their draft. And they called me up and I was like, Yeah, okay, I'll I'll play. I inherited a super shitty team. The only keeper I could even find was Lamar Jackson and um you know, I grabbed Kyler Murray in the 10th round, uh, thinking that if I could keep him, he would take my ninth round pick next year. But now, I mean, and also this league doesn't have an IR spot. So, and, and only fit five bench spots. So Ooh. he's just been taking up space all oh, yeah. year. And I'm like, should I get rid of this guy with all the injuries, with the buys, everything else? I'm like, should I drop him or would you? No, 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 no. Right, right now, if you were going to get. If yeah. you're gonna get rid of him, the time is to trade him, not to drop him. Don't don't drop him at this point because he's about to come back. So somebody else yeah. may find value in him, and maybe you can dump him right now. But otherwise, yeah, that's don't a good cut point because I've got Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert. You know, is like, and this is the this is the league where I've got two uh, two quarterbacks to start each week. But I mean, other than that, I've only got. Kyler, right? So it's like if one of those guys goes down. Like you should have you know, dumped him three weeks ago, four weeks ago, but since you have him now, yeah. you may as well keep him now. <laughs> yeah, if it's yeah, a super flex right. or a two QB league, he will have real value. It's I'm, I'm looking here at his schedule, not expecting him, uh, maybe not against Baltimore, but I'm hearing maybe like week nine. But what sucks is that's at Cleveland, uh, historically good defense. But then you've got Atlanta, Houston, Rams, Pittsburgh. So there's some good matchups after that. I feel like give him a week to score some points on your bench, and then he will accrue some value, and you'll be able to get something for him via trade and a super flex. I like that a lot because even – so, yeah, like I said, I've got Herbert and Lamar Jackson, right? And so if yeah. I could trade him for maybe even like a first-round pick next year or some fab dollars or whatever, or like even just, you know, maybe a decent tight end. Oh, I forgot this was um, dynasty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, so she said keeper. Yeah. Some kind of keeper. There's just two keepers. So it's, it's not really dynasty, but it's, but I you mean, you know, picks also. That's cool. but also like available out there, like, you know, Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's a decent, you know, like if I were to trade Kyler to maybe get a, a first round pick for next year or something, and, and then another player, yeah, um, you could still get you know, a good like third quarterback. Like a backup in case, yeah. you know, Herbert or Lamar Jackson go down. Yeah. So, okay. No, thanks. it's 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 a little bit more way. waiting, but he's going to pay off. Yeah, this is why I joined tonight because I needed I needed uh, I needed advice from Hold you a guys. Friend. So appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, y'all are my lifeline. <laughs> yeah, and the the Cardinals have no intention of like folding up and tanking like they. They have Kyler. They're not going to try and, you know, get another quarterback, I don't believe. I think they've got this guy signed for the long term, and they're going to try and make it work with him. So he's going to play. Uh, Dobbs has finally shown that he's not quite, you know, going to be a, a long-term viable option. I think that's why Kyler's getting ramped up now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, killer. And look, I mean, look, this whole time I just thought we were going to talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> what, a, what a show. <laughs> Hey, uh, thanks for joining, Treva. Thanks for everybody who tuned in to this Sorry for the Wait episode two right here, but uh, coming out Friday morning. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This was fun. Check it out, Treva. Best of we'll luck to you. you. Yeah, best of luck to you uh, this week and the rest of the season. Yeah, well, NYC. definitely you too. 
Yeah. Down. All right. Hit me up. Till next time.